Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Bears Blurs Belgium. Uh, this week, we're both abroad. Nothing uh, taking place oh, in yeah. of America. Uh, so this is going to be the Bears segment, and actually, we kind of botched the first one, or we had some technical difficulties. We'll blame it on the Atlantis Hotel Wi-Fi. Yes. Yeah. That's what we'll do. Okay. So improve your Wi-Fi, Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Not much else to improve. Yeah. All right. So it's kind of good this happened, though, because there's some significant Bears news. And yeah. And kind of the perspective for you. Um, rumors. Rumors. But yeah, I guess it's not official, but uh it's not official, know. but it's official. I mean, he's definitely gone. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. In the earlier take, when I when we recorded this, I did say that his days were numbered. I thought they would late wait to the end of the end of the year. I didn't think they were gonna fire him, you know, right away. But I guess uh I guess the people over there felt different. So he's gonna get he's gonna get one chance to end end his coaching career at the Bears on a win against the Lions Thanksgiving Day. So we'll see. That Ravens game was uh oh man. Should have won that game. It was terrible. Just just not a good football game in general. No. I didn't look oh yeah, we didn't <laughs> this is also cut out. I traveled on Sunday, so I missed the entire NFL slate. So I, saw, I really only saw tweets, and the tweets were so varied. I'm mean, mostly yeah. negative by the end, but, you know, you guys had some life there. You were up, and then... Well, I think at half it was 7-6, to 6-0, something like that. I mean, it was so boring, so boring. I mean, Fields kind of got hurt with – with uh, took a shot to the ribs. He was kind of getting – he took a lot of shots after the play, after throws, stuff like that. Um, I guess he has some sort of bruised rib or – some form of rib injury, so he's not playing. The red, the red rocket. Andy Dalton is activated, ready to go. He, you know, he he played. He threw a screen pass to Mooney that kind of <laughs> went for a touchdown. Can I not say that? Great, great screen pass thrower. Great Andy screen Dalton. pass. Oh yeah, great screen pass. Um, Mooney took it for sixty yards. So yeah, no, Dalton did a lot there. That's the only thing I saw. But then he did throw a nice uh, – it was either fourth – might have been fourth down. It might have been third down. I can't remember. It was two days ago, and I tend to for, want to forget those games. Um, he th- we, th- we ran a double move with – I think it was Goodwin. And, you know, we kind of showed a heavy formation or showed that we are going to run, and we, we, we threw – maybe it was a shotgun. Who knows? But – it was a nice throw, and it was a nice catch, and it was a touchdown with like a minute and 22 seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they might have had one or two timeouts. I mean, like, and that put us up four. So <clears throat> they needed to score a touchdown. All we need to do is get one stop. And, uh, well, you guessed it. We didn't. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, yeah no, just, no a, just a bad day. That's something we also talked about yesterday, the uh, despair you had once you knew Mac was out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've pretty much given up, given up hope on this season. I know I mentioned maybe in the first or second episode, Bears playoffs were my hopes. Those hopes have been shattered, dismantled, um, just not good. And and to top it all off, the Vikings beat the Packers this week. Gained gained an extra game up on us, so yeah, not looking good. Not looking good. We're gonna have a new coach. I wonder who they're gonna hire, man. I wonder who they're gonna hire. the The special teams coach will probably be the the interim, the interim head coach, and then they'll, they'll probably go on a search for some offensive coordinator that you know says I can develop quarterbacks, everything. Yeah, so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think those top candidates, and I. You know, I'm not tuned in right now to football. The guy from KC. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good option. That worked out well for us. 
You know, last mm-hmm. time we, we hired the offensive coordinator from Kansas City. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know many of the offensive coordinators. Lovey Smith, why not give him a call? <laughs> I don't know about that. But it's a, it's Eric Bieniemy. Which yeah, he's, yeah, Bellamy or whatever. turned down a couple head coaching jobs. Or has he's really been in the mix for a lot for a couple of years now? I know the Bills' offensive coordinator is up there. Um, Leftwich from the Buccaneers. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it should be a good destination. It should be a good destination for a coach. Got a new quarterback, a young, you know, franchise quarterback. Um, great defense when we're healthy. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But that's, that's, we still got some games to play, man. We got to play for pride now. Got to play for pride. I think I saw Jalen Johnson said today, um, he was like, all this rah-rah talk, it means nothing. We, we got to, like, go out there and do it or, or something like that. So, yeah. And, and I, I read a report that some of the players wanted Nagy to be fired. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a dumpster fire at this point. Mm-hmm. All right, so – how are you going to be feeling watching this last naggy performance? Last on dance. Your uh, your Thanksgiving evening. I just want to see us put some points up, man. Yeah. That's all I want to see. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch the Steelers game because it was on so late. But we actually put some points up and looked looked good. Um, against the Ravens, not so much. So I just want to see, and it's the Lions. Okay, it's the Lions. They're o eight and one. So what are what are you putting on the table if uh if you guys give the Lions their first one of the year? Oh, I don't I don't even know if I'll watch another game all season. If the if the Bears lose to the Lions, when did we play them? Like week three or four? I came on here and was had some pretty harsh words about the Lions. Yes, you did. Saying they're terrible. Saying you know. X, Y, and Z. So the Bears better back me up. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hope, hopefully that goes well. And then this coaching uh, search will be honestly a good turn. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll throw my name in the hat. Okay. You what know? about Kevin Crowley? <laughs> Kevin Crowley. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe fifteen years ago he coached me in little little football, flag football. Yeah. There's a there's an infamous picture of that that I need, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet out. It's like me. Yeah, no, I've seen this. It's you've seen crazy. it. You've seen it. But it's like me, and I don't know how old I was. Maybe third, fourth grade. Who knows? But like, it's like a team picture of everybody, and I'm in the middle, and I'm just massive. You look like an adult. All, yeah, amongst all these like kids. So maybe I'll tweet that out. Did they have like a double striper for you, triple striper? Oh hell no, dude! I was I was like a tight end. I was a tight oh end God. in that league. It was flag. Okay, it was flag. Uh, okay, okay. So it was not tackle. It was flag football. I played so one you've year. Never, you've never played tackle football. I played one year of tackle football. Okay. One year, and I was in. I was in sixth grade, but I was you know my weight and my, my height put me in with like eighth graders. And I was still one of the bigger kids on the team. And I was just getting pummeled around. I mean, you know, these kids are two years old. You think about the maturity from a sixth grader to an eighth grader. You know, that's that's pretty big. So, I mean, I held my own. I held my own. We went like 0-10. At at one point, I remember this. At one point, like, I I had only played, like, backyard football and flat. Like, they they stuck me on the line, you know. And I was I was not happy with that. I had some words for the coach. Um, and then by the end of the year, I was playing receiver. They had me at receiver. Oh my gosh! And if you know how quick and, and fast I move, I was damn good. No. I was a, I was a mediocre receiver. Have but, you seen those videos of Willie Cauley Stein playing receiver? Oh, he's probably pretty good. Oh well, yeah, in high school he did. It was ridiculous. I I wanted I should have played football in high school maybe for a year, but I just I just never did. Coach, how much time to basketball? Coach Mitts, man, Jacobs Jacobs High School football coach. 
I think he retired last year, but he wanted me to play a lot. Like every, so every, <laughs> every fall, every fall he was, you going to play this year? You're going to play, you know, we could use you. No, not this year, but I should have, I should have done one year just to, just to see what it was like, but hmm. still All can, right. still can play. Yeah. Yes. You never can. know. All right. Well, uh, that's good for bears. And then, uh, the rest of this podcast will be have recorded on Monday. So the rest of this podcast is good. That's, yeah. That segment was good, but when the Bears lose, the Bears segment is always a little down. But okay, the, the blur section is we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot let's, to talk about. Let's get to that. All right. All right. Moving on to blurs. Going to be a big blur segment today. Um. Fill me in, Will. Fill me in, in on the last two games. I think the last time we talked, you guys just beaten Coppin, Coppin State. Uh, or F- no? FGCU. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, yeah, yeah. FGCU. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you talked to me. We're we talked about that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Two games. Tell me about them. Okay, so Chicago Tuesday State. night, Chicago State. Um. The the crowds have have gradually grown, so so that's good. Saturday was almost filled out, but Tuesday was great as well. And again, like the student section is awesome. Um, so yeah, it, it, I'm it, seeing a lot of pic- like pictures of like the student section being pretty full. Yeah, like like everyone's um, like there, which is, there which early. Is nice. So yeah. just like like it it has been in the past. Um, but the game itself, like they're much improved. They got a new coach, and uh, it, like you know. Historically, recently, they've been one of the worst teams in college basketball. I mean, just because, like, their team size and everything. But that is that is not the case this year, and we uh, we we played pretty well against them. Um, not, I mean, not a ton. Like, strate- strategically, like we can, like, take away from that game. It was, it was pretty solid. Uh, they did play a little. Did you bit get zone. in at the end? I did get in, man. I got How in. How long were you in for? Like over five minutes and any shot attempts. Yes, a three in the corner. Miss felt, a miss. All right. oh, no. Yeah, I'm now thirty three percent. It hurts. Uh oh. You could have added, added to your total. You could have added to your total. Yeah. But what if I was sixty six percent? I could have just. You kept needed that. that three to to get to to be on track to beat London. Okay, but here's the thing, though. You man. needed it. I think my plus minus was minus six. Oh, ooh, ooh. killer! Yeah, minus six. And then we obviously care. Well, and we scored some in there too. They just they hit so many tough deep threes in that in that segment. It was killer. You know, like I actually talked to Denardi after the game. Uh, he did both games last week. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, when you came in, they were asking me like, what's it like to like come in like this?" He's like, "Well." You know, like when the crowd goes crazy when you come in, like everyone, like you know, they know you're a walk on, and they're kind of gunning for you, and not just like me individually, but like the last group. Yeah, and, yeah. And they're trying to like make up points in that time too, so it's even more aggressive. And it's it's also like they've been guarded by Lucas Williamson, Ahiru Guac, Tate Hall, Jacob Hudson, and Braden, like the whole game, guys like that. Like, so I mean, I'll give myself some defensive credit and like. Our, our our third unit i should say but uh no they uh they were definitely gunning and they hit like probably three or four threes in that segment and multiple mm-hmm. them were contested and deep so that that was annoying uh, so i'm sorry to the people who uh who who expected more during that that last four minutes but uh the, the i don't know how many more opportunities you're gonna get to 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 get some some tray bombs up you missed an opportunity there from the well, corner miss. Well, as far as playing time, I, I sure hope I, and I expect that I will have plenty more opportunities because we're going to beat a lot more people by a lot more points. So hopefully that's the case. And yeah, our, uh, our last group, we definitely uh, take that, that personally and, and we'll try to always have a positive plus minus in there at the end. So that, that's probably good for, uh, for Chicago State. Yeah, talk UIC. We, Let's talk it. 
I'll mention 63. We didn't. We scored past 63. We skipped it. And uh, Tuesday night. So no chant there. Saturday. I think the Band of Wolves got it going. I think they always have historically. But uh, it was a strong 63 on Saturday. Okay. Okay. Um, so Saturday, UIC started all five seniors. And I think a couple of them were super seniors. So Yeah, I think there was one or two dudes that I, I recognized. But other than that, in, in the box score stuff, I didn't really recognize uh, any of the other guys, or at least you know from from when we played them uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And again, like we haven't played like I mean I don't want to have any disrespect. I, I guess FGCU had Samuel; he was pretty huge um, and kind of like a true five. But he like again on Saturday, um, they had you know their starting five was like six, seven, six, eight. And yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that yeah. in the game in the, in the in the tape. They played a lot of a lot of small ball, a lot of small yeah. ball. I mean, here played the five a lot. Um, I saw they 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 kind of played five wings or you know two three guards and, and two you know forward slash wings. Um, it's always yeah. tough, man. It's always mm-hmm. tough as as a big because I remember we played Nevada in the what was it Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. And all they did, they played five guys like that, and I, I didn't play much just because I couldn't guard those dudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like just it, – it, it's like not like like straight up like just on the ball stuff. It's like when you got to yeah. you know, play ball yeah. pressure and, or ball screen and then go flying out to a guy like that. Um, yeah. And, and they ran a lot of stuff for that. So it's just, it's just better to switch for that. For stuff like that, so we we that's kind of what we went to most of the game, um, and you know, like they battled, they hit some tough shots. Um, yeah, you guys were posting up. You guys were posting up a lot of guards. Like yeah, you guys so, kept running that that like uh, we call it like a pistol screen, like a sideline screen, yeah. and then he drops it, and then sorry to I, get all technical. I was just just said the the, the play name again, but uh, which not that I ever have on this podcast before. Um, but yeah, it was a pistol just to get an ISO. Um, yeah, a lot of guard post ups. I was seeing well, that was just kind of taking advantage of the mismatch. The main guy we went to is Schwieger. Yeah, uh, yeah, Elder Schwiegs. Um, Elder. He, uh, so I think people people should know, but he is Schwieger, and Ben is Schweiger, spelled the same. But Schweigs and Schweigs. Um, so, yeah, Ryan has a great little post game. And actually, I don't know, he's he's my one-on-one partner now. Uh, uh, we, we do two dribbles uh, mid-post. No, 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 no. Two dribbles mid-post. So, For all of you that don't know what we're talking about, how many, um, at least at least twice, maybe three times a week after practice last year, me and Will would play one-on-one from the elbow one dribble true true basketball yeah yeah and you would start on the elbow and spin it to yourself mm-hmm. and then it was in and it was yeah. one dribble we played a three by ones we play left elbow right elbow and then if if it was one one then we'd go right on the nail so mm-hmm. really helped me develop yeah so like starting the summer, Ryan was kind of that that guy. I, I also shout out Smythe. I do that with Smythe sometimes too, but he's just he's too skinny and too much of a freshman right now. It is a score. It's much. too but easy yeah. for, the, for the veteran. Yeah, and Ryan and I do a lot like in warm like before warm ups <laughs> to, to start uh, the day, and we're just gotcha. sweating before we get going. It's a nice little way to get loose. Yeah, yeah, you know. But dude, he he uses his body so well, like, and he's you know a good size, so. I would say work. I would say a third of my shots in in that were sky hooks. <laughs> That's it's this not the like same game. After practice is over yeah. though, so it's just kind of time to have some fun. A hey, third of my shots were sky hooks. Was that not great skill development? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it kind of just you practice hitting ridiculous shots sometimes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, not so yeah. a lot of jump shots involved. No. No, I, I I put up a couple more than you did. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so yeah, so really a lot of the second half we went, uh, you know, pretty much ISO to Ryan, and they didn't really change up much. What they they tried to double a couple times, but uh, and he got out of it and scored on him a couple times in the double. Um, but yeah, he was great, and uh, it's just good to have that in holster. And there's so many other guys that could have done that too, but you know, he he was on a roll. Um, yeah, yeah, it's always always. I tweeted it after the game, but. Uh... It's always good to beat to beat UIC, man. Crosstown yeah. rival, Chicago. You know, obviously we were we were in the Horizon League. Uh, they're now in the Horizon League. I don't know. Were we? Were they both in it at the same time? I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think so. There's some crossover. Um, it's always good. Always people. good to to you know get a, yeah. get a win against them. We got one. We got one more against mm-hmm. another Chicago team coming up in December. Yeah, we'll we'll leave that for for later, and we'll we'll build up to that for sure. Uh, I'll just say right now, because um, we're following them along a little bit, or just you know, looking at what they're doing. Uh, we need to fill that fill that place up with Loyola people. UIC had actually brought a decent amount of fans, uh-huh. um, and that was kind of a fun environment to play in. But yeah, I, I want that place to be. Uh, Maroon and gold when we go there in December. So for sure, for sure. But uh, all right, two no, two no last week. Um, moving on. Big news, big news this week, man. Mm-hmm. Big news. What was it? Came out Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah, game day. Tuesday hit me like a kind of like a bomb. It's kind of <laughs> like a. I was like, whoa. Loyola next year moving to the A ten. Um. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I know. I don't know. Obviously, you probably can't say much about it just because it's, it's it's new and stuff. But for me, looking at from the outside, it seems like a – I mean, it, it's a good move, I think, for, like, the, the recognition. Uh, I think the A-10 is – you know, they get – how many teams they get in to the tournament? Maybe two or three? They're usually a two or three bid league, wouldn't you yeah, say? Yeah. So, um- that's a stat people are talking about a lot. In the last 10 years, I think the A-10 has like 22 at-large bits, not even automatic to the tournament. Yeah, so that's the big that's the big thing. Like, that's huge. In the, in the Valley, you have to win the conference tournament mm-hmm. to, to, really, to really, you know, solidify yourself. Yeah. I mean, Drake made it last year, and they you got to get to the championship game. You know, and, yeah, and even then, the Illinois State – 20, yeah, what? against Wichita. Yeah, yeah, that was 2017. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, th- that's the point. And and we should say this right now. I mean, obviously, we've talked about the Valley the whole time. And again, I didn't know this till Tuesday either. Um, I think we talked the, about the Valley a little bit on Sunday. So, yeah. uh, you know, we love the Valley. We we've been, uh, you know, so lucky to be a part of it. And obviously, it, it elevated uh, Loyal Athletics in a huge way. Um, these past, you know what? I want to say eight. I don't know. I, I think it, it's it's this might be the tenth season gotcha. uh, because you know it, it crosses over. Or yeah, Coach Moser, I think had. Man, <laughs> we're, we're bad at loyal athletics history today. But yeah, it's between eight and ten. Um, so yeah. Uh. But I mean, logistically, though, like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like all oh those God. teams are, are East Coast teams. Like St. the Louis. travel is the travel is going to be ridiculous. St. Louis and Dayton are East Coast teams. Two. How many teams are in the league? Uh, I got it right here. I pulled it up. We're the fifteenth team. Okay, well, well, then that's good. Two, three out of fifteen teams are in the Midwest. That's that's pretty good. Um, not. I mean, it's cut, all it's, it's all East Coast teams. I mean, yeah. Travel wise, it's going to be. I, I'm I'm sorry to be giving it flack right now. I mean, you you don't seem too happy with me, but yeah, I disagree. Because <laughs> tra- it's, it's the multi bid thing, and so what? Instead of taking a bus. Four hours to Terre Haute, we fly to Pittsburgh or Philly. Right, or... right. For for basketball, it's good. But what yeah. about all the other sports? Well, they they have the financial stability to be able to do that. 
Okay. And, I didn't know. Also, yeah. And also it's, it's, you know, a, a higher level play for them as well. So like, look at our sports right now, which I think the Valley should also be aware of this is our recruiting for the rest of, you know, our athletic department is severely lopsided for us being in Chicago versus the other Missouri Valley schools right okay. now. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And also just the, the makeup of the rest of the Atlantic 10 schools. I don't know how many are Catholic, but that's, over 10. That, that's another thing. It's the Valley is mostly state schools. Yeah. City and either Catholic and there's a couple Jesuit schools. Um, and there's a couple non, non, uh, it's really mostly clear, private schools. Yeah. It's yeah, mostly so. pri- mostly private schools. Here's the public schools. VCU, uh, Rhode Island. Duquesne? George, no. George, George Washington. Duquesne's private Catholic. Okay. So, and They're then... Jesuit too or no? Say again? Are they Jesuit or no? No, the Jesuit schools are... St. Joe's. St. Joe's. St. Louis. Yeah, so we're the fourth. Gotcha. But yeah, and then I think it's four public schools between UMass, Rhode Island, George Washington, VCU. And that's it. So no more Arch Madness. You know, that's one that's one of the best it's a great tournament that we're gonna be missing out on. But it is. Like I said, I, I tweeted out, I said I'll always be a Valley guy no matter what. I always I've played I played in the Valley all four years and I'll stick by it. But uh, the, the move is good. I think it's it's ultimately good, but I, it, it it pains me. It pains me a little to to move. All right, but All right. you've convinced me. I guess I still think the travel is going to be is going to be. It's just going to have to go to New York, Virginia twice. Whatever. Those are those are like all less than two hour flights though. Correct. Okay. Instead of like a one-hour flight to Missouri State or Northern Iowa. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's where we're at. All right. It's all right. Yeah. I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it. Yeah, so obviously it's not that big of a change for you and I, but uh, the guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Next year, your fifth year, you have that option. Come on, man! You can go see a whole new slate of, of gyms. Um, a, whole, a whole new, you know, whole new feel. We can talk about that after the year. But okay, um, wow! So it's a la- It's wow! So it's the last time Lucas and, and these seniors are going to be, you know, last time they're going to be in the uh, the Bradley Peoria Civic Center. Last mm-hmm. time in, in in some of these arenas. Redbird yeah, Arena, yeah. stuff like that. So, little, uh, I guess it's going to be like a little uh, farewell tour. <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> how kind. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the reception they'll get there, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we're already like villains every arena we walk into in the valley, which is is fun. And like you know, people have like their shirt games for that, but uh, but yeah, that that'll be interesting during the year. So, all right. Well, yeah, and we got to. Got to make use of it. So, I guess. All right. Uh, Rolling that, that, on. On the A10, we can answer more we, questions. We had a lot that. of mailbag questions on that. Okay. So, I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, specifically do one. A lot of people were asking me, what do you think? You know, what stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, hopefully that answered your question. Mixed feelings for me. Um, yeah, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, man. But. Gosh, it, 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 I'm sending very I'm sending mixed signals right now, but I don't know. I don't know. I think well, I think a lot of I think a lot of people like it. I, yes. I think especially now yeah, like all, all all these teams are moving. All these teams are moving conferences. Like uh everyone's trying to, you know, get build better conferences and everything. So I think it was the right move and I think yeah. it was you know, like what is it? Oklahoma and, and Texas are going to the SEC. SEC. Other team, you know, teams conferences are trying to find, you know, teams that have been really good at the mid major level to, to come into their into their bigger conferences. So, yeah, I I think they took took the jump. I wonder if anyone will leave though. 
will leave the A-10. I, I heard a lot, some rumors. Now, these are just purely rumors about someone trying to join the Big East or something, that the Big mm-hmm. East was trying to look for, for another team or something, but who knows. But, all right, moving on to this week. Big, big week for the Ramblers. Told you guys it would be a long, a long segment here. Um, out, in, out in the Bahamas, man. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on. Yeah, so we're recording this Monday morning. Um, got here yeah, yesterday. Evening here in Belgium. Yeah, left real early uh, on Sunday. And we're actually one of the first teams to get here, and we got to enjoy yesterday a little bit. And, you know, just kind of hang out. And obviously we're all tired, so it was uh, it was good to kind of relax a little bit there. And then, you know, Monday hit, and it's, it's, it's a business trip now. So I guess – we can give people that perspective. Like these, these tournaments that we go to are kind of more for uh, the fans than, than the players. I mean, it's a, it's a real, yeah. it's a real business approach. Um, yeah. From here on out. Yeah. So. It's similar. It's similar. Like, you know, we'll, we'll get to it when I, when we get to Belgium, but we've got a, another round of FIBA games, you know, and uh, we get to go to some cool places. Like I've been to Athens, been to, been to Lisbon, but like, you don't leave the hotel, no. you know, you can't just go out and about, you know, you got film, you got, you got a games, you got games to worry about. In our case, you have one game, but you guys, you guys get three guaranteed, right? Yeah. 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 So Wednesday, I mean, Friday. three games, you, you're not going to, you, I mean, you get to enjoy the resort, the hotel. I mean, it's, it's nice that you guys are at Atlantis. Like at least it's, I mean, we've been, we went to Fort Myers. It was just, you know, it was an okay hotel. It wasn't like yeah. it was crazy nice. But, like, other than that, you can't really do much. So, yeah. um, it's good for team bonding, though, I will say. I will say the meals are always good. Yeah. And de- definitely just, like, being on the road, this is our first real trip. Um, it was it, – it's definitely – it's, you know, what, what would we say? Championships are, are one on the bus. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was good to have that kind of long day yesterday together. I mean, we're all ready, you know, super tight and everything, but you do learn more about people uh, when you're spending long days like this um, together and just having new experiences with everyone. It's good. I, I will say, as far as travel goes, Crut, we had a little film session this morning. All four freshmen had pens with their books. I think the first oh, time wow. in history. That's big. That that's that's a sign of a great team. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I forgot a pen <laughs> on the road. Uh, pretty much every time, actually. Yeah, no, we, we there there were no asks for pens this morning. Oh wow! So so we're ready. I mean, just to just to kind of give people uh, the listeners a like kind of like a little inside uh, how these road trips are and and stuff. At least for, from my perspective, it could have changed this year, but usually. You know, you get to the hotel, you get there, you have maybe 30 or, or 45 to an hour to just kind of relax, get get set up in your room and stuff. And then normally coaches will call you down for film. We, uh, we get a meeting room. Um, that's usually where we have all our meals, have, you know, all our film. Um, they got a, They got a – you guys got a big enough meeting room for a court? It's a little tight, but uh, we'll get it taped out. Move the tables yeah. to the side, and usually uh, you tape a court down in the, yeah. in the room, and you know be able to watch a little bit on film, then go walk through it, things like that. So um, after that, no, I mean sometimes you don't even get that day like you guys got yesterday to yeah, you know just kind of enjoy yourselves. But usually after that, after yesterday, it's going to be film in the morning. It's usually breakfast. Then either a film or you know a little walkthrough. Then you get a little bit of a break, maybe an hour. Then you got practice, and you only get you know an hour and a half or two hours or whatever it is on the court. So you got to be efficient with your time. Mm-hmm. Then you know you go back to the hotel, lunch, kind of maybe like a three or four hour break. Then film dinner, you know. So it, your days are very structured. It's not like yeah you get. Like to go and you guys want to go to the swimming pool? Like no, it's 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 pretty structured. So um, and that's I'm I'm assuming that's how it is for for every team. Well, no, that's why I was gonna say, Craig. I feel like it's not. Like, you don't think so? For, well, like think about. I don't want to call out other programs, but we've been to 
other places, and these teams are not doing nearly as much of us as us, uh, and not spending time both on the court and in the film room as us. And again, okay. I, I'll I, I'll talk to you about some of these after, but think about it. Think about some of the places we've been to. Yeah. And, and okay. these teams are, you know, which I, yeah. I'll, I'll just we won't I'll name any names. Yeah. We won't name any names. So, but okay, that, I can, yeah, I can see that. I can that, see that. That's a, that's a shout out to our coaches too, man. Like, <laughs> what, oh when, yeah, when I bet Pat, I bet Pat is in there. Just, I mean, <laughs> his eyes are glued, absolutely glued to to the screen. No, Pat, yeah, Pat's probably watched fourteen hours of film so far on this trip. Correct. We've we've been here for over twenty four hours. He's he's watched more than fourteen hours. <laughs> He, yeah, he, he's uh, he, he's truly a a special special guy when it comes to that. And, and the, the newcomers, are, there's no let off with that too. So, uh, and you know, Drew of course is is really locked in on on all that. So, um, where is it going to? But yeah, like like we're super super confident with with how much preparation we put in all these games. Um, you, you also yeah, mentioned, yeah. Like, like, with the, the court and stuff, got to give a shout-out to the managers, man. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that's necessary. I mean, yeah. The managers do – on these trips, the managers are, are great. Great. We, we have – it's just Grant and Ted down here. Just two. So, me, Smythe, and, and Boffman are kind of auxiliary guys, but, you know, that that's really more game time. But, uh, yeah, Ted, Ted and Grant are, are putting a ton of work in. Yeah, um, shout out to those guys, man. They uh, they really they really do a great job. And, and the the preparation for this week was crazy. Like obviously Ted's my roommate, but like he was packing the whole week. And yeah, and then a lot of people don't out. realize how much goes into like a team traveling. Yeah, like crazy. you know foam rollers, bands, all you know Corey's all his tape, all his you know medical random medical shit that might not even ha- you need but you need yeah. to bring it uh just just all that stuff so mm-hmm. definitely definitely a lot of check bags mm-hmm. yeah so and, and fine commercially too that that's yeah. an added thing so yeah so, so shout out to them for that um yeah on these trips like the first day you get there is normally the day you get the most the most freedom yeah. and then the last day um depending on when that well you guys get three games so yeah. Um, whenever that last day is, you're leaving the next day. You, you know, don't have anything to do the next day. You have an off day or something, so you get to get to enjoy that time too. But uh, Wednesday, playing playing Michigan State, it's gonna be a gonna be a good one. What time is that one at? Um, I keep on seeing both Central and Eastern time. Yeah, so it's twelve twelve Eastern. Okay. Um, I'll be able to watch that one. Yeah, I'll be able to watch that one. You know, if if we went out, they're all uh, they're all early times, and gradually oh. as as you like the the last place game, I think on Friday is at night. So like that's kind of how they they move those games. I think yeah. So definitely uh definitely try and you know take it one game at a time. Yep. Oh yeah. It, it's obviously we got a couple of Michigan State ties for this game too, so we definitely want want our backer guys for that. Um. Yeah, I uh, back at home. I work out with uh, Christy a, a little bit, who's uh, been been playing pretty well for them. Rolling Meadows, Illinois guy. So mm-hmm. Rolling Meadows, uh, home of Kevin Crutwig and Lori Crutwig, both went to Rolling Meadows. So wow, okay, yeah. So it'll be, it'll be good. I think it'll be a good matchup, and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. So like, obviously, these are you know kind of early games, and then it's it's Thanksgiving week. So if you're a uh, if you're a listener and you're watching or spending your Thanksgiving weekend uh, watching our games, uh, let us know on social media. And if you're here, let us know if you're listening to this in the Bahamas or on your way or yeah, uh, what's going on. So, um, All right. Great, great blur segment right there. Hopefully knocked a lot of stuff out. Yeah. All right. You want, let's, uh, let's do some Belgium then. Yes, sir. All right. Got some, got some Belgium. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was an okay week for the Giants. Went one and one after after winning three straight in the in the Europe Cup, FIBA Euro Euro Cup or whatever it is. We uh, we dropped three in a row 
0-3. Lost in Portugal. We lost at home to, to uh, the Greek team. And we lost uh, to Mons in, in Belgium by uh, by four. Um, our starting four man though was out that game. It's one of the one of the be- best shooters in the league. He uh, he had some food poisoning or, or hmm. something, so he he didn't play. But still, not an excuse. We uh, we just we just weren't focused. Didn't didn't did not play well there. Um, I think we all know that. But ended the week off in a in a league game against Chalois. We we. Uh, we won yesterday in overtime by by nine. I think it was eighty-one to ninety or something. So uh, it was it was a good it was a good way to end the end the the, the break. Now we got a little. So if the Europe basketball scene isn't already complicated enough, now there's a FIBA break, which is all the guys uh, on their club teams go and play um, for their national teams. They're like some qualifying games for the World Cup, I believe it is, or, or some some form of country, you know, competition. Um, so there's no games for two weeks, a lot of practice, a lot of, you know, development, lifting, stay in shape type of thing. So um, we've got two guys. John Mark plays uh, for the Belgian national team. So this morning he left to go to uh, Slovakia, maybe. Hmm. Um, and then our point guard, uh, Elvar Fredrickson plays for the Icelandic national team. So he, uh, I think they play in the Netherlands and then they play in Russia. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think you touched on that last week. Like how does your coach like structure practice then like without, you know, two of your main guys? Um, yeah. So, I mean, we've got some guys back from it like a week ago. If they would have left, we wouldn't have had 10 to practice because we had some injuries. But now um, we got two two guys back and one more is, is really close. So um, we'll, we'll have like 10 or 11. And we've got some young, a, a couple young guys on like the, the under 20 yeah. team or something that, that are come up and practice with us. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be practice as normal. Uh, we got some lifting, which will be good. And, uh, yeah, just two weeks to kind of just get better, um, develop, you know, our playbook defensively, things like that. And uh, a good a good needed break for, for some of us, you know, just played a lot of games so far, man. We played a lot of games. I think before last week we played like six games in 12 days or something like that. So it was, it was, it was a lot of games. So um, – and then – We've got practice this whole week until maybe like Thursday, and then we've got uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off just uh, you know, get, kind of get your body ready. And then going into December, we got a whole new uh, – we've got it. We play the second round of our Belgian league games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, home play – if we play the team at home, then we play them away. If we play them away, we play them at home. And um, then we got another round of the uh, FIBA Europe Cup. We we advanced. We call qualified. So uh, yeah. So December is going to be busy as well. Yeah. So where are you guys on the, uh, in the in the Belgian standings right now? Uh, I believe we are in second. Um, you can I'll look it up. I believe I we're in second. Um, I think we might be even tied for second. Uh, Ostend is in first. They, they, I don't. They haven't lost, so um, I think we've got three losses. So. so, like, you guys have the second round of Belgian games, and then from there, is that when you can see Dante after this? Uh, yeah, yeah. So the top five. So right, right now, looking at the standings, Dante's team is in ninth. Oh no. Um, uh, for the the Netherlands. Um, which is which is kind of surprising because they, they have a really good roster at least well, they beat us mm-hmm. um, in the preseason but they, they, they gave us a pretty good game um, in the Belgian league we are we're in solely in second we're seven and three um, Mons is six and four and Ostend is, is 10 and0 so um, we, we're, we're in sole place is second here but I mean, there's a lot more games. There's a lot more games. But after those games are over in the Belgian League, we they take the top five 
um, from Netherlands, top five from Belgium. And all we do, we just play the Bel- the, the Netherlands teams home and away. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. But that's not till like, February. Gotcha. All right. Um, so, with this, uh, I, I know you saw practice this week. Do you have any uh, plans to spend your, your long weekend? Yeah, so we were going to go to uh, Germany, Cologne, Germany. For the for the Christmas market, it's like a, a world class Christmas market. I think I mentioned it last yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, but it got canceled, man. It got canceled because of COVID. Oh no! They, they like they put. I guess they canceled all of them. So I was I was really looking forward to that. But Antwerp does a, a, a They were getting ready for. I was down there today. They were they were setting up for uh, for a little Christmas market. So hopefully that that is that's up and rolling, and I can go to that. But. Yeah, a little bummed out. So we got to figure out something else to do uh, in those three days. Might go to Paris or something, but who knows? Who knows? But that's an awesome. I just, I just take a little trip over to Paris. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that, that's awesome. But yeah, and then starting in December, we we qualified for the next round. Like I said, so we're going to. We got three. We're in another pool. So oh. there's only 16 teams left. Uh, we're in another pool with a team from Germany, a team. From Ukraine, mm-hmm. Kiev, and a team from Italy, Bologna. So we get to go to Bologna, Ukraine, or Kiev, and Germany. So <laughs> another another three round of games that'll be interesting. And then uh, you know I think the top two advance in that pool again, and then it's you know quarterfinals. Then then mm-hmm. I believe it becomes. Single elimination, but it could very well be home and home. I don't know. All right, so a lot of Be- a lot of Belgium, man. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. Uh, I guess for your your lifestyle, how's how how has the past week been? Uh, any, any, any adjustments and and any adjustments? Uh, no, not not that I can think of. I mean. Yeah, it's getting dark here. I mean, we're I'm looking for a Christmas tree. Okay. I'm looking I, I, for I a, as well. a real Christmas tree. Uh, there's one at the store called Action here in Belgium. It's a fake tree. It, it's like my fallback option. Okay. But I really, really want to try to find a real tree. So any Belgian listeners here, I've got a couple, a couple people that message me every every time. I need to find a real Christmas tree for a reasonable price. Reasonable right. price. Well, have you seen some expensive ones? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I looked it up. I looked it up and just not too sure on it all. <laughs> just a lot of gray area. Well, why do I feel like, like Belgium and I guess I'm thinking Germany too? It's just they have, they're like the center. Of the epicenter of, of Christmas trees and the the main distributor of of, of there are a lot of there. evergreens around. Yeah, here I mean, there's one outside my apartment, which but it's enormous, so I can't take that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get a real one. I'm trying to get a real one. Never had a real Christmas tree before. Always did the did the fake one. But yeah, this is the year. This is the year I'm gonna start a tradition. So Thanksgiving. Is coming up uh, Thursday, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think Thanksgiving's very big here. Um, no, don't really see. Don't, don't really see any turkeys or anything. Well, yeah. It's not about. It's not about. You know. I guess what we can talk about it for America is a little interesting. But no, it's an American holiday, right? Well, of course not. I know, but hey, <laughs> no. that's what I'm used to. It's just not big here. Uh, well, so yes, I think it's, we're going to have existent cut. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That was bad. By <laughs> it's it's American bad. holiday. That was bad. But try to, might try to get a turkey. Okay. You know, it's just, I've got a, like an oven here. It's not the best oven. Um, it just, it just, I don't think I can cook a full turkey in it. I mean, I, I hate to be like you know a Debbie Downer on Thanksgiving, but if I were you abroad, I'm not I'm not cooking a turkey on my own for Thanksgiving. I would celebrate it. I, I need the mashed potatoes though. The mashed I yeah. need the mashed potatoes. Yeah, okay. 
that's fair. Yeah, yeah it's just my oven is not up to par. It's not up to par. Hmm. So I don't think a, a turkey is going to be in the cards this year. Yeah, I should also mention I'm not capable of cooking a turkey on there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not. I am. I can cook a turkey. <laughs> okay. Stuffing. Yeah. Uh, you know. All right. Let's go over your three best Thanksgiving dishes. And turkey can't be one of them. sides. We're talking strictly sides. Okay, so I'll go. I'll go first. If you need some time to think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please do. Please do. All right, please. we'll go we'll, we'll one by one. One by yeah. one. For me, first one, mac and cheese. Okay. For me, like a nice baked mac and cheese. Like it's got cheese. It's got cheese. It's in a glass. You know, it's in like the the glass pan. It's got macaroni. It's it's very cheesy. It doesn't really matter like what kind of cheese. Velveeta is always good. Mm-hmm. And then it's got like a – it's sprinkled on top. It's got like, you know, like a crust, a cheese crust on top. That's that's good. That's my – that's that's one that's of my fair. favorite sides. Fair. I'll go uh, – I'll go classic ham, uh, honey-baked ham. Ah. Okay, like I know, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the non-main meat, but like that's just something that's always available and that's like the main course. So I'll, I'll go with that. And is this a draft? Are we doing a draft right now? Are we a draft podcast? We're doing it. Okay. Doing the top three. So you got your mac and cheese solid. I mac got and mine. Cheese. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, this might shock some people. But green beans, great. I pretty much only eat green beans at Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's pretty much, they taste better. It's pretty much, the green beans are there to make you look at the table and you're like, not a lot of it. Oh, there's a green beans. I'll have a couple of those to make yourself feel good. Um, green bean casserole is good. Okay. You know, it's drowned in fat, which probably isn't the best for you, and it's probably got like bacon bits in it and stuff. Yeah. But it's still good. It's still good. Okay. I'll mention I have gotten better at eating green beans, but for a while there, yeah, it's it, it's it was purely a Thanksgiving thing. All right, so that's that's fair. And then I I'll take mashed potatoes off the board for sure. Yeah, I didn't um, want to do that one just because it was you know yeah. too mainstream. Okay, but okay. a good a good helping of mashed potatoes. There's nothing better. And then the Lions, like I, whenever I think of mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving, I think of the Lions losing like three to thirteen <laughs> against the Bears. Against someone, yeah. I think of the Cowboys playing. Okay. And wondering to myself, why are the Cowboys playing right yeah. now? Both those teams, like in our lifetime, have never had really a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Couple questions on the mashed potatoes, though. Do you like them with like? Uh, this might sound like lumpy. Do you like them lumpy or do you like them more smooth? Do you put gravy on them or just butter? What, what, how do you like them? You know, there's there's a different level of quality that you can have in either lumpy or smooth. But like when they I – don't, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe the uh, the variables of a of a good mashed potato. But I think I'd, I would lean towards, towards smooth. Okay. Um, but it like, you know, comes out pretty easy. Um, like, you know, it's not like, like as thick, even though it's smooth. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Do you do, do you want, you like the gravy on them? Yeah. 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 I'm just the butter guy. I just, just give me a little hunk of butter in there. I I feel wrong if I don't throw some gravy on it at Thanksgiving. Okay. All right. right. I'm not a huge gravy person. Shout out a here guac. Um, and Canadians <laughs> in general, but uh, yeah. Okay, so right. th- third, third, and final pick for you. Okay, I- now this is um, special to my family's Thanksgiving. Um, my uncle Jim makes shout out Uncle Jim if you're listening to this. Um, he makes like a sweet potato casserole type thing, but it's got like brown sugar in it. it I mean, it is it is so good. That, that sounds and awesome. That's one of the things I'm missing out on this year. I'm a little pissed off about it, but okay. that is number three. Like a sweet potato in, in another classic glass pan you put in the oven for like 40 minutes or whatever it is, 
brown sugar, sweet potato. There might even be maple syrup in there. <laughs> it, it's it's crunchy. It's it's good. It's good. Okay, so I'm gonna include a uh, received votes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what's your third? Okay, okay, uh, I'll say my, my third. Ah, uh, you can't decide your third. No, 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 no. no. Uh, this is clear cut. This is from the beginning. I knew you want to pick it. State pie of Indiana, <laughs> sugar cream pie, my sugar pie, Zinesville, Indiana. My mom, my mom would still send me pie on. A, Explain that. What is it? It's a, a sugar cream pie. Hmm. You've had it before, man. And that, and that but, is. A side. It's not a dessert. It's a side. No, sorry. It's it's a dessert, but it's just... We're, no, we're talking sides, oh, though. Come on. We're talking sides. Oh, you, are ta- you said sides? I thought you said Thanksgiving food. I said Thanksgiving I, sides. I would not have taken ham, then, because ham's okay. like a, a main course. Oh, I said no turkey. Okay. But ham is fine. Okay. So, can I, can, can I please take my sugar cream pie? Yeah, you can take sugar cream pie. Yeah, elite. Elite, dude, because I, I, my mom would send it to me because I haven't uh, been home for Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, you've had it before for sure. And I'm kind of upset you. Were, I'm, I'm I'm upset that you do not remember it. Um, because I'm just a pumpkin pie dessert, pumpkin pie. I mean, I, I I mentioned it to people when we were coming down here because we're spending Thanksgiving here that I I won't have it this year. So hate to see it. But hey, are your parents get, are your parents coming or no down yes, there? They are, they are, yeah, yeah. So my received vote section, like I said, I haven't been home for Thanksgiving. Um, my first two years here, I went to the Moser's house. So shout out to them for always having us over. Mrs. Moser's candy yams are, mm. I mean that that put me on like just yams in general, but it's. That's some of the best Thanksgiving food I've ever had. Just, just their main course, but I gotta say the candy yams are elite. Anyone that's been to a Moser Thanksgiving, they know. What I, I'm yeah, about. I've never been to a Moser Thanksgiving because I was local, so yeah, I always yeah, go yeah. home. Not a yeah. big yams guy though. Not a big ne- yams ne- guy. Neither was I, man. But but Coach was like, change me. <laughs> Coach, Coach had to sell it to all of us, and then like I think my freshman year we were all new, but yeah, it was it was hilarious. So the candy. All yams. right. Well, that's that's a great that's a great little draft right there. Thanksgiving foods. I think that about wraps it up for Belgium and Thanksgiving. Um, we'll move on to the to the Haas mailbag, baby. All right, sounds good. All right, moving on to the Haas mailbag question of the day. This one comes from Danny Hansen at Hanny Danson. On Instagram, he says, "Hey, Crut, the Valley has always been has all the Valley always has physical play, and it seems every team has at least one true big most years. Can you tell us about some of your battles down low and the guys that gave you some trouble throughout the years?" Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. This year is no different. There's there's a lot of good bigs in the Valley mm-hmm. this year. I've been I've been trying to trying to keep up with everybody, trying to keep up with all the teams and stuff. Um, throughout my years, my freshman year, um, man, there, there, there were some good, there, there's always been good bigs. I mean, I can remember playing against cook from you and I, my freshman year, mm-hmm. like, like as a freshman, it was, you know, the, the all those, the bigs were always, were, were way physical just because I was a freshman. I didn't really know anything else. So, um, he was, he was a good matchup. Um, who else? Southern Pippen was always a, was always a good matchup, uh, mm-hmm. with me. Um, well, you got any, anyone else? I, I, I'm thinking of, so my freshman year for Drake McGlynn was like pretty, yeah, pretty he, he plays in Belgium too. We actually played, uh, we played like a couple, like a month ago. He plays in Belgium, um, uh, for Leuven. They gave, they, they gave it to us pretty bad. But um, yeah, he he was good. He was good. Um, who else? I uh, mean, like I, this last year, obviously, uh, Prim. Me and Prim had some some good matchups. 
Um, Brody from Drake, obviously, is is a, is a is a big big man, hard to move around. He, he's he's a good good guy to go up against. Uh, I feel like every year, every team has at least one you know guy that's you know a, kind of a bruiser for sure. So um, definitely a lot of good matchups over the years. I would also say, which you might disagree with this, two guys that we'll see this year that it'll be good a good test for our bigs. Um, so we we do go to Vandy, and do you know who's on Vandy? Oh now? yeah, Robbins. I've been I've been uh, I've been looking at that. He didn't play like the last two games. He must be hurt or something like that. Huh. Okay. Um, well, I, I looked at the van. So every day, every day when I wake up or when oh you know, whatever. Not every day, but like you just said, I every go, day price. Yeah, every day I go through the all college basketball games on my really? phone on ESPN, and if I know somebody that either I played against or that mm-hmm. is from you know from Illinois or something like that, if I know somebody. In like, you know, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I see, oh, Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, uh, Robin's transfer there. I check it out. I just see, you know, hey, yeah. how, you know, is he playing? How's he doing? <laughs> Stuff like that. I just keep myself in the loop. Um, yeah, in the last game, he, he must be hurt or something. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I say him because I remember that film session. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, he so, got he got the best of me for sure. Uh, my that, that one game. Your what, what, was it my junior year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. He definitely got the best of me there. No doubt. <laughs> so part of that was that game he like was just sick as a dog. Something like that. Yeah. Like he didn't even they wouldn't even let him share a locker room with them. And he was just being pumped with IVs all day. And he yeah. came out and it was like the most impressive performance by a seven footer I've seen in person. Yeah, like, no, he, all, he played well. all over the place. Yeah making threes, stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. rim protector. So yeah. definitely uh we got a it'll be, it'll be a good test for us with him later um in Nashville. And then also like you gotta say Fife for Oh yeah yeah I. yeah Fife he's I mean we're we're the same age. So mm-hmm. he's he didn't freshman year he didn't play a, a ton because they had Cook but um these last two years he yeah I mean, he's first team All Valley my junior year. Yeah, um, real tough. Yeah, it's always always been been a good matchup for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I guess that, that's pretty solid for uh, for your bigs that you've seen. Yeah, yeah. In the Valley. All I, right. I'm not, I'm not sure if that will continue in the A10. As far as it, it is kind of like a theme theme of the Valley is true thicker. Yeah, drives. exactly. Just so another reason. <clears throat> <laughs> um here let's see who uh what other mailbags we got um here here we go here's one from michael underscore watson one two three he says coolest experience as a loyola basketball player did, did we do that one already or no yeah we did we did oh uh, we did <laughs> andy yeah Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of mailbag questions. I can't keep track of them all. You gotta figure out a way to mark that. Well, the thing is, with in, like in the, yeah, I do the yeah. Instagram thing. Like, you can't see it after twenty four hours. Screenshots. I do take screenshots, but they're, they're deep. Yeah, they're deep. They are deep. But all right. Well, I guess I guess that will be it for the mailbag question. We only, <laughs> we, only had, we only had one this week, but. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of good a lot of good stuff in blurs and a lot of good stuff in Belgium. So, I mean, I, I got a couple. Oh, you wanna... we'll speak up. I mean, well, I, I don't want to use because these people might want them for the uh, the mailbag at some point uh, for the for the Haas gift card at some point. So, what do we want to do with that? Already, well, the gift card was already won. I know, but we could save the theirs future. for a later week. Okay. All right, just one mailbag. You guys got Thanksgiving talk today, so. Okay. <laughs> By the way, side note, I forgot to mention, it was a close third. It was going to be my third option, but I decided to go with Uncle Jim's sweet potato thing. A nice okay. dinner roll. 
just a nice warm dinner roll. It's a very, very underrated side. They're harder to come by these days. So yeah. Free I'm, not ta- I'm not talking no. about like the Hawaiian roll. No, 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 no. 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 I'm talking about just a nice dinner roll. Mm-hmm. Heat it up. Not, not too hard. Heat it up in the oven nice. Put a little butter on there. Hard to beat. Very, very hard to beat. Solid. Very fair. All right. Well, that wraps up our first show, episode 12, our first show on the Believe Podcast Network. Very, very fortunate to be working with them uh, over at Believe and uh, really, really great stuff from them helping us out. Really appreciate it. And uh, it was a a successful, good uh, first episode with them. So looking forward, big week for the Ramblers. Got uh, Michigan State. Then we got the winner or the loser of Auburn and UConn. So um, some, some big games, some big games coming up. And as far as as far as Belgium in the, in the next coming weeks, might not uh, got no games really. So maybe just some lifestyle stuff. But um, yeah, and Bears play Thanksgiving. So a lot, lot to talk about next week. Hopefully um, we're definitely working on a guest for next week just because we've, we've been slacking a little bit on the guests. But Next week we should get one, should have one on. So uh, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, part of that was working with the Believe guys this week. It was uh, good, good to get started with them. We're definitely gonna have a larger social media presence with them too. So be on the lookout for that. Um, so thanks, and uh, I'll see you next week. Yes, sir. All right, go Blurs. Go Blurs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.